episode 44 of podcast neil and mike back for another week and fuck meta <laughs> fuck Meta. yeah well we say that after we have a facebook page and honestly i don't know how much longer we're gonna have it, it well if it were it's not that it's up to me but i don't care yeah not like it's uh, not that i don't care about the people that are on that that like our facebook page and things like that i care about that yes I, i've personally been off facebook for i think four years now four or five I'm, years yeah honestly i'm so close to being done with facebook it's yeah. not even funny and all i need is just that one last straw to push me over the edge what is it for you? Like, I, I, like for me, the biggest thing that kind of pushed me away was it was two things. One, the the intentional self-loathing or self-pity posts were like, not self-pity, where you're looking for like, you're looking for a reaction or for like, reinforcement of your or something like it becomes like yeah. an echo chamber it's hard to explain but like yeah. that i was seeing a lot of um and to just the you know, like sometimes even just the mental strain of like comparing yourself to other people's lives on there because like yeah i get that day, people who when you put your life online you're putting the best of your life online you're not put like a lot of people don't put like everything on because mm -hmm. it's the internet's written in ink but it just it got too much where it was just like uh, what i'm not getting any benefit out of this anymore like it was great when it first came out to connect with like old high school friends and stuff like that and uh and that was great but just it turned and i don't know it just it turned it's turning into or it's turned into what linkedin is turning into i for me the only reason i still have it is because of some of the family and friends i'm still connected to on there and sure. they're not on any other platform yes and i i gave that up yeah um now mind you i kim is still on facebook and she's connected with all of her family and my family so oftentimes if there are family updates on things it goes through facebook messenger which i also don't have yeah and that's and chemist is the one who tells me or something or my parents will text me because my dad has facebook but yeah for sure so but it's yeah um, it's one of those i guess it's, that's one of the that's one of the pitfalls because there is that good part of facebook that does keep you connected with like friends and family yeah the uh the most recent thing that's just driving me over the edge is the ads um ah. i have always been the type i hate ads there's no way around it. Even on Twitter, like every time I see an ad show up on my Twitter feed, yep. I block the company. I don't care what the company is. I do not want to see ads on my feed. So I now, will block you. In that scenario, would you be open to the idea of paying for a service like Twitter? So that, so that you don't see ads? No. No? Okay, fair. No. Just curious. No, no. And I realize it's part of having a free platform. They you have the, the right to, yeah, I am the product. They have the right to advertise to me. That's fine. But they've yep. given me the, they've given me the option to block these ads and damn it. I'm going to exercise that option. Good for you. There's a reason I, why I, ha I have 20,000 blocked accounts <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating that number. That's really, 
Yeah. I have about 20,000 blocked accounts on Twitter. Wow. Because I block every single ad I see. Wow. So don't get me wrong. Some of those are like bot accounts, Trump sure. supporters, stuff oh, sure. like that too. <laughs> yes. But a fair share of those are like just companies advertising shit I don't need to, de- to see or deal with. You, you, you like a nice, a clean a timeline. Totally. Unfortunately, Facebook is going that route now too. So what's well, happening on Facebook is starting to go that route. Well, for me, cause here's the okay. thing I've been able to, I don't know if it's the algorithm or whatever it is, but I've been able to go for so long without really seeing ads. Okay. And now in the last, like, let's say four to five months, yep. I will see ads for a week. I will block every single ad on my timeline. They will go away for two to three weeks. Then they come back. Then I don't go through the whole process again. It's getting to the point now where I'm not only just blocking ads, and some of these are a lot of the same people. Yep. I'm not just blocking ads. I'm now reporting them. Every single ad. I don't care if it's for a kid's book, if it's for mac and cheese, if it's for, like, tires. I'm reporting every single ad as sexually inappropriate. (laughs) And then I'm blocking the company <laughs> that's that's you uh you push the plow on that one eh i'm really honestly i'm listeners at home this is an audio podcast but like i'm this close and there's not much room here between my forefinger and my thumb to just completely just saying f it and getting rid of facebook so here's what i did when i first did it i just deactivated it and took it off my phone. Yeah. And so then the only time I would check it would be if I was on the computer. Like the first and foremost, because then like the, and we all do it. We all just sit there. We put our phone down, put, pick it back up and then open the same app we last closed. Yep. Like we all do it. And that's what I kept doing with Facebook. And I just, I did not like it. Um, so yeah, deactivated my account. I had Messenger for a little while longer. Um just because I had some group chats on there, but we moved those group chats to Telegram. And ever since then, yeah, just now it's completely gone. Yeah. So getting very close to, to doing that. Um, it's also getting very close to Halloween. Nice transition. I know. I have to do that every now and then. That was good. Know. That was good. And along with that comes some pretty stereotypical conversations you would expect people to have um and i think we have to have one of those conversations okay what in the heck do people do right now in terms of halloween celebrations like in the in terms of like covid and everything that's going on right now yep like what do we do (laughs) well i don't think you have well that's a good question. I mean, it's so, it's hard now. I think. And keep I think partly, it's, I think it's partly where you live. I was going like, to say, keep in mind where we are too, right? Right. Two completely different provinces on two different ends of the spectrum right now. Yes. So like here, COVID is still very real. Like that's the one thing I would, I will say, like you, you're still wearing your mask. You're still social distancing. 
nothing's wide open. Well, a sport, <laughs> you can go like they, you, we can pack the Scotiabank Arena, but you can't have a packed restaurant. Yeah. Um, or you have to, sh- like, it's just, it's cr- anyway, I'm not here to talk about that. Um, but yeah, like, it is very much two different ends of the spectrum now where Ontario as a whole, we never really had that fourth wave. Like, it just, like, it started to spike a bit, but it came right back down. Um, but so I think people like people are just more accepting to the fact that like it's okay to go to other people's houses now. It's like that sort of is becoming more normal. Yeah, now you still have to follow indoor guidelines. You can only have so many people in your house. So you can't have big ragers and stuff like that. But it's yeah, like it it's starting to feel a little bit more open here than it has yeah. in the past. So from a Halloween perspective, going back to your original question. Um, I think you could have like little small gatherings. Now we're not, we're going to do the trick or treating at the end of the driveway with the oh, bowl. Sure. Um, but, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you start to see the little pockets of Halloween parties popping up over again. Yeah, for sure. And actually we're kind of doing the same thing as what you said. Like we've got the front garage, so we're going to have our bowl, uh, set up on a chair. Yep, and you know some treats out there. Awesome. Yep. If we need to, we'll go out and refill it. But that's how we're giving out candy. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be on the honor system. Too. So, um, things are a lot different here. Oh, I know. And we've made national hell. We've made international news. Um, yep. With that in mind, there's a certain segment of the population here that does not give a rat's ass about any type of safety protocols. Yep. They're going to do what they want to do. Yep. There's no way around it. Yep. Um, there is a segment of the population like myself that's going to take every precaution they can, but still try and do something for the kids. Yep. So, and then there's another segment of the population that is going to go a step beyond that, and they're just not going to do anything. Yep. So, um, I think for the most part, the largest of those three segments is the one that I fall into where we're going to try and do something for the kids. Yeah. Um, for sure. But yeah, I think, I, yeah. And I know things haven't been great over on your side of the, of the country, but. And I, I feel weird saying this cause I don't fully believe it yet, but like, we're kind of getting to that point where we kind of got to move on a little bit. Not sorry, I don't want to say move on. Yeah, like sorry, move on is the worst because that means like just pretend like it never happened. I'm not saying that. Yeah, but we have to accept that there this thing's going to be here for a while, and there's going to be an inherent risk for everything that we're doing. So I think it's it's just it's going back to the philosophy that I've always had. I think throughout this whole thing is like you balance your risk, man. Like it's just, it's your risk management. I just watched an episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, um, around like. Am I doing something that's putting me or someone else at risk? Am I doing something that's putting the broader population? Like you start to weigh those decisions. Um, and maybe again, that's a symptom of what's happening in Ontario. Like it just I was going to say, that's a different thing when you say that in that province compared to here, because yeah, the risk right. management here, you're taking your life in your hands right now by simply leaving your house. Because if you get into a car accident right now in Saskatchewan, 
there's no guarantee you're going to get the treatment that you need. Yep. Because our hospital, our hospitals are so overrun. Our health care system has essentially collapsed. So, um, but that's not the conversation I wanted to go towards. So it sounds like for all intents and purposes, in terms of Halloween stuff, we're both doing the same idea. Yes. Like we're both going to have the bowl out there with some goodies in it. Yep. I got a couple questions for you. First off, what are you giving out? Yep. What, so what, what's going to be in the bowl? So we're pretty, we're pretty simple. It's like, go to the, go to shoppers or go to Loblaws and get the couple hundred box or hundred candy boxes of like Kit Kat and O'Henry caramel and, and that that's probably what we'll go with. Although we've had two boxes in the house so far both of which have pretty much been eaten that was going to be my second question how many boxes (laughs) have you gone through already two (laughs) two is the number so far so we we need to get a couple more boxes for this weekend yeah totally we uh we were going to go with the full-size chocolate bars from costco yep but we actually went to costco this weekend past and we actually found they had this box 155 pieces of starburst and skittles like the mini packs And it was only like 13 bucks. What? Yeah. So I'm like sold. Even if every kid takes two or three, that's still enough for 50 kids. That's about how many we get usually anyway. We're about halfway through that box. (laughs) (laughs) Starburst is a dangerous tree, man. So dangerous. So we have to go back to to Costco (laughs) tomorrow (laughs) and get some more. So that's a shame. Oh dang it! <laughs> darn kids! <laughs> you yeah, you buy the delicious kids. candy, dude. It's so hard. I mean, like they're so they're they're like one bite snacks. So you grab a couple, and yeah. You do that a few times a day, and it. Oh, the next thing <laughs> you know, box is empty out pretty quick. Oh my god, what are we gonna do? <laughs> Got to go back. Got to get more. Yeah. Um, which leads to my last question, yeah. which is probably the most important one. Sure. Favorite candies for Halloween? Ooh, either growing up or now. Growing up oh, or now. And I guess flip side of that too. Some of your least favorite. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so favorites I would say would be like the small boxes of Smarties because Smarties are my favorite. That's a pretty solid choice. Yep, that I would say that and um, crispy crunch, little crispy yeah, crunch bars. I get that. You know what though? I'm this is probably gonna be one of the most un-Canadian things I've ever said. Yeah. I actually prefer Butterfinger. Butterfinger's good. Yeah, over crispy crunch. Yeah, that's fair. I totally yeah. get that. I get I, I get the comparison too. That that totally makes sense. Um, so I would say those are probably my favorites. My least favorites would be like the hard caramel candies that are like they or tart toffee that just like it breaks your teeth when you try to bite into it okay yeah um not a huge fan of those when i was like when i was a kid like a smaller kid i liked rockets oh yeah but as i got older i'm not really into it just like the fact that it's like a sugar tablet like that's basically what you're eating yeah and supposedly they all have different flavors but i don't know about that supposedly (laughs) um 
Yeah, I would say those are probably my least favorite. Um, I always enjoyed like, and uh, it'll be interesting if people continue to do this. I'm assuming they won't. Um, getting like the little homemade gift bags that they would give you, like if oh, <laughs> like this, like sometimes it was random shit. Like sometimes it was like a can of pop and like, um, I don't know, like a Werther's or something yeah. like that. I was always intrigued by those. I can tell you, I actually do know some people that still put those types of things together. Cool. And, and yeah. I'm, yeah, nothing wrong with it. It's like, it's, I, it's just, it was always so interesting to get like just unexpected. Yeah. And for the most part, the people I know that do that, like live in, in smaller communities uh, or rural locations, they don't get a ton of kids. Yeah. So they want to make sure that the kids that are going to be going out that way, yeah, that it's worth their while. So yeah. they make sure that like every kid that goes out there gets like either a full size bar or a bag of yeah. chips. They let the kid choose yeah. and they get a can of pop. Yeah, that's great. So what kid wouldn't love that. Exactly. I know this kid, didn't, I know this kid did not not like it. <laughs> exactly. Um, there's somebody in the community where I am that uh, does uh, popcorn balls. Nice. Yeah, those were always classic. Yeah, exactly. Always enjoyed those. What about you? What What are your favorites in a bag, and what are you usually someone else are throwing you know, in the garbage? As a kid, you and even now, you cannot go wrong with the Reese peanut butter cups. Those yep, are always a, a classic. Yep. Um, I am a sucker for the fun size coffee crisp as well. Yep. Always coffee classic. Crisp, yep. Yep. The uh, the other one that I'm I really enjoy, and you're gonna think I'm just batshit crazy for this one. Do you remember those little like weird molasses candies that came in the orange and yellow and white wrappers with like yes. little bits of black on them? I yes. love those things. Absolutely love those things. Interesting. Yeah. We uh what are they called? I can't remember, but that I think that it was the Kerr company that made them. I can like picture the name. Yeah. But most people yeah. hate them. Okay. But I love those things. Um, the what other one. Corn? <laughs> I'm indifferent on candy corn. I won't. It's not going to be the first thing I go for. It's not even going to be like the 20th thing I go for. But if it's near the bottom of the bag and it's, I've got nothing else left. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. You know what would be a really pleasant surprise? Jujubes or jelly beans? Oh, yeah. That would be a great surprise to get. One of my least favorite things as a kid, though, was that five pack of Rainblow bubblegum that you used to get. You know those? It's the little mini gumballs, and it used to come in a five pack. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those. I used to trade oh, they off. They taste like anything. Oh, it was just they tasted like, like the color. For the sake of chewing. Yeah, it's like oh, this tastes like blue. Yeah, no, no. I would trade those off to whoever would trade with me. Yep, honestly, fair. and usually I would try and trade for those molasses candies because yeah, like a minute later you're spitting it out because it's gone rock hard and your tongue's yeah, a different color. Garbage. But that's it. Garbage. So though, that's one of my least favorite. Um. As a kid, 
and I don't know how common it was up your way, but back our way, yeah. every now and then you would get like a pack of like peanuts. Yes. Wasn't a big fan of that as a kid. No. Now? Yes. Oh, totally. Okay. Now. No. No. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's like airplane peanuts too. Yeah. Although I can't remember the last time I got handed peanuts on an airplane. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I, well, they probably wouldn't know because of allergies. Exactly. Hmm. I never thought of that. Exactly. The other thing I wanted to ask you about Halloween. Yeah. Do you have a, a favorite costume? Ooh, I was hoping you were going to ask this. So I that's a yes. I, I, I do. Um, and I have it tied into a story. Okay. So in 2011, um, in August of 2011, we found out Kim was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so by October, that's we were at that three-month mark where we could, at the end of October, we could tell people. Yeah. So we actually, so we ended up having a Halloween party at our place. And <laughs> Kim wore, I think it was a bear, like a, like, it's like the bear hat that has like the long arms on it that you put your hands into. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she was a bear and I was the shocker. Oh, so bad. <laughs> the fact that you even just held up the hand symbol for it right now. And I have been trying to find the picture from Halloween of me and my shocker costume. It's basically a big, I'm, I'm a big face inside of a hand. And that was the shocker. Anyway, that was the <laughs> night that we told all of our friends that Kim was pregnant. And I did it as I was the shocker. You shocked people. We legit shocked people. <laughs> i try to find a picture of it i can't find a picture did you go around saying you've just been shocked (laughs) (laughs) no i didn't Uh, have any fancy taglines to go with it oh you should have that would have been awesome i wonder if i search (laughs) google photos for shocker if it would come up oh dear god please don't it doesn't never mind i'm searching (laughs) my own my own library there's nothing there's nothing greasy in there it's okay yeah sure <laughs> what you what's your favorite uh your favorite um, costume you know what as a kid i always wanted to go as dracula i don't know why mm. i always liked dracula okay that one was great for me yep something about that character just always kind of appealed to me you know what you have to do this year what's that for to get your fancy internet points you have to post yourself as paul bearer on square i was gonna say as as a grown-up i was spot on i actually posted on square circle reddit last year last year yeah do it again this year get your internet points man (laughs) but but as a grown-up that was definitely my favorite costume but as a kid dracula definitely which actually kind of makes sense because the makeup for Dracula isn't that far apart from Paul Bear. <laughs> no, not at all. Not so. even, yeah, not far at all. Um, as a kid, my favorite was uh, going as a Ninja Turtle because my mom actually made us Ninja Turtle costumes as kids. Nice. Um, and she also made us clown outfits. Oh, God. 
<laughs> and those were like my favorite costumes. The clown outfit was classic, like yeah. just stripes. And we, my brother and I both had different colored wigs. We'd paint our faces and just be stupid kids running down the street like clowns. It was awesome. I can't tell you how many, like I can at least remember two Halloweens where I was dressed up as Dracula, but I had to have like a garbage bag with a head, uh, like a hole for my head cut out and the holes for my arms cut out put over me because it was raining out that evening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here I am running around pretty much wearing a garbage bag with, but with Dracula makeup on. Yep. That was always <laughs> the worst as a kid. Like you, you get this cool Halloween costume and it's either it's snowing and or it's raining and or it's just way too cold and you have to wear like a winter jacket over or under it or something and it just it loses its fun it does i although there is a way around it if you're willing to dress up like it um, okay you can get some of those inflatable costumes like yes. let's say the inflatable dinosaur one got it i should have gone as that this year i keep thinking about that and those are great costumes for that type of scenario because yep. you can wear your jacket under that. Yep. Who cares? Absolutely. I've had a couple of those inflatable costumes, not the dinosaur one, but I've had like, uh, like a cowboy one, like a bull yep. rider. Yep. Fantastic. It was essentially just like inflatable pans. Yep. <laughs> but it still worked. Oh, great. Yep. Uh, I had an inflatable ninja one. Worst ninja ever. Because I've got this built-in fan that's making a bunch of noise. Yeah. So it completely defeats the purpose of being stealthy right there. You can't see me. It's made out of nylon. So every step I make, it's like that noise. (laughs) It's just horrible. Brutal. Worst ninja ever. Worst ninja ever. Even worse than Chris Farley. (laughs) 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 That's saying something. Oh, Chris Farley was the best he's oh man um so yeah there those inflatable ones are pretty awesome if you get a chance to go for one and usually you can get those dirt cheap oh yeah for sure except the dinosaur one for some reason well everyone wants the dinosaur one's hilarious like you see someone in that costume it is the fucking funniest thing in the world god it is so good small arms and everything and the head bobbing back and forth and you can just it's the best absolute best i don't know why it is but like there's that one video of somebody wearing the dinosaur costume and they're running off a dock and doing a flip into a canoe (laughs) while wearing the costume and it is the funniest goddamn thing i've ever seen oh my god I saw the weirdest video on Twitter today. What's that? Just randomly going through my Twitter feed. Um, I follow the lead singer of this band called Counterparts. They're like a post-hardcore band out of Hamilton. Okay. Um, really good band. Anyway, this their singer's crazy. And he posted this video of what looks like a guy like holding his phone running, runs into the bathroom, kicks open the door. And in the stall is someone dressed as the cat in the hat trying to do a kickflip on a skateboard, but falls. And then the video ends. Not a word is said or anything. It's just like, why this, like, why? Just for this reaction. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly it. The weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like this, 
like why did why the cat in the hat why on a skateboard and then why does it end when he falls like i, I just weird shit man <laughs> weird shit and on that note <laughs> we're gonna take a break okay <laughs> you think about that cat in the hat video for a second that mike just described and when we come back we're gonna talk about some other stuff <laughs> try and stuff. get you more stuff Try and get you away from the cat in the hat craziness. All right. All right. Fine. We will be back. Bye-bye. All right. We are back from the break. And the next part of the conversation is going to be a little weird because this is the type of thing that most people usually try to avoid or not pay attention to um but we're going to talk commercials and i'll be honest this is something since giving up like cable and going to streaming i really haven't had to deal much with yep so but this is something that you want to talk about yeah like just well think about like a lot of these commercials were from when I was a kid, like almost 40 years ago. Yeah. And I still remember them. Like, that's great. Like, I find that crazy. Um, but I'm always intrigued. Like, it's always like a little bit of a trip down memory lane to see some things that you saw when you were a kid and you can picture your surroundings and all that sort of stuff. Oh, so totally. I thought, what the hell? What the hell? Let's, uh, let's take a look at some classic commercials from the childhood days and nice. one not so from the childhood, but one that is very popular in the Toronto area. Okay. So first one, first one, this is classic TNT as well. I should, I should say that um, this one that we are looking at here or that we will listen to is about acne and I don't know if you remember this commercial from the I 80s. do remember this commercial. I don't even think it was the 80s. I think it, it was. It might have been the 90s. Yeah. Anyway, uh, classic commercial just for the delivery, for everything in it is classic, classic, classic. Well, people don't see the real me, right? They just see my acne problem. People think that I eat too many chocolate bars or that I don't wash my face. Yeah, I tried many things. I've tried everything, but just nothing works. Um, my brother says I'll probably go out of it, but I don't think so, no. It's hard to believe now that it will actually go away. There are solutions. I mean, it's kind of heartbreaking, too. I guess now that I think about it. I was going to say, like, here you are getting all over acne. Here you are getting all hyped up for it. And there's this poor kid that's dealing with something that's obviously fairly traumatizing for him. Well, but look at him here. Look, he got the help. He got help or he got treatment and he looks, he looked great before too. But anyway, that commercial, I don't know how many times it would have played <laughs> back in the nineties. Like yeah, how many times per hour? It was definitely one that's been etched into, into the memory bank. I don't know why, but I think this one was like on, was it much music or YTV? YTV is what I was thinking. Yeah. One of those two for sure. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. So that's a good one. How about this? I am Astor the robot. Yeah. This is a classic. Yeah. Like, and pretty impressive graphics. 
for uh oh for the 80s for the 80s yeah yeah this thing is classic we should, we'll we'll post links to all these on the social so that folks can see them too i am Astar, a robot i can put my arm back on you can't so play safe it's just interesting that they went with the robot. You know what, though? Considering the era, I totally get it. Because, again, mm-hmm. it's 80s. It's peak, like, you know, computers the end, and tech. And... The end of the first Star Wars trilogy and all that other stuff, right? So I totally get what they were going for, trying to capitalize on a lot of that. And it worked because, like, people are oh yeah. still to this day remember that commercial absolutely so absolutely points to the war amps for that i was three years old when this commercial came out yeah and i and like and it's i remember it still played through the 90s too oh heck yeah they were able to get a lot of life out of that yeah for sure this one not canadian but reminds me of well it's a mcdonald's commercial from the 80s when they were going whole mac tonight you remember this? I do remember this. Uh, and I think when it was primarily around when they were released to their faces, wasn't it? Time to hit for golden lights. It's a good time. Like, you don't see commercials like this anymore. I mean, just a horrible, horrible remake of a classic song. I mean, and a great song. Like, Mac the Knife is a fantastic song, but... Was that Sinatra? Uh, no, I believe it was... Was it Bobby Darren? Oh, maybe. Um, but, yeah, just a great song. Um, and that, how much McDonald's paid to use that song? That mascot is just truly fucking terrifying. Oh, it's atrocious. Like that ha- that crescent moon head. What the hell? <laughs> With the permanent smile that's kind of trying to talk. Like Yeah, and the weird sunglasses that just screams shady. Yes. Oh god. Maybe it's no. No, never mind. Never mind. You don't want to go there? No, I don't want to go there. Okay, <laughs> don't go there. That's fine. Um, we'll go to my last commercial. All right. Now, this is I, I this is not I would say this is late or this was in the 2000s I think this came out. Um Oliver Jeweler is like this I don't know if you've heard of him out your way. I or have heard of him. In, okay, you've heard of him. For folks that if we do have actually anyone, well, no, we we know we have some folks outside of Ontario and Toronto that listen to this. Um, there's a guy named Oliver. Um, he has a jewelry and pawn shop, essentially, uh, where people can he'll buy your gold from you and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, he started making these ridiculously cheesy local commercials in Toronto, and this one I'm about to play you is like the cream of the crop just beautiful <laughs> it's beautifully executed have a listen hello 
I'm Russell Oliver, and I buy your used jewelry. If you have gold rings, gold earrings, I'll give you cash. If you have diamonds, bring them to me. I'll give you cash. I love gold. Bring me your old gold, and I'll give you cash. Because... <laughs> I'm the cash man. I'll give you money for your gold, oh yeah. Yes, I'm God, the dancers, the too. I'll give you money for your gold. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just god awful i will say that reminds me and i i've never been able to find a copy of this ad but we talked about it last week like favorite kid or a couple episodes ago uh favorite t kids tv shows yeah we got the detroit feed of a few stations yep and they used to have this uh jewelry commercial jewelry store commercial local ad and in the 80s and it was a pretty unremarkable ad for all intents and purposes okay. but the narrator is what got me about the ad and to this day i will never forget the phone number for this place because all you had to do if you were interested in selling your jewelry was called diamond d-i-a-m-o-n-d that's beautiful right <laughs> you guys have you guys have pizza 76 out your way Is not out our way no no okay we, well, we, we have, have the uh, ontario version of it which is pizza pizza we have pizza 73 out our way okay not Is it the same company it's the same company okay but their whole thing in Ontario, and it still is, was their phone number two, nine, six, seven, 11, 11, call pizza, pizza. Hey, hey, hey. Oh no. Uh, ours, ours is, I think like two, seven, three, seven, three, seven, three. Yeah. Oh, pizza 73. Yeah. Pizza 73, not 76. So yeah. But yeah, still it's, uh, I've got a few other commercials. If yeah. Let's hear it, man. Okay. Let me, uh, let me get the screen going here. We'll do that. And hopefully you can see that. I can. Awesome. Because I don't know if I shared the sound. So we're going to give this a shot. Let's see. I don't know if you remember the Canadian Tire Christmas commercials. Oh, absolutely. These are Canadian classics. Yes, they are. So I'm going to try this. No, you missed it, bud. I missed it. Oh well. Do, 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 do. That was a pretty good setup, though, right? That was a great setup. A I great setup. That was great. Good execution. A little bit, a little bit of a splash going into the water, but it's okay. That's okay. You'll rebound on your second dive. There we go. There we go. Like I, I'm up to Canadian Tire for my Scrooge-approved Savers book. Oh. It's free with any $25 purchase at Canadian Tire, and it's filled with hundreds of dollars in coupons for Tilden, Black & Decker, Motormaster, and more. Better hurry then before they run out. Oh, I hope not. Knock on wood. Oh! Canadian <laughs> Tire lets you give like Santa and save like Scrooge. Like that tagline. Right? <laughs> That's wow. what got you every time. Give like Santa, save like Scrooge. And it's not that the, I mean, don't get me wrong. The ads were kind of clever and kind of, you know, kitschy, but it's just the fact that they were so consistent with them over the years. Oh my God. Yeah. You expected them. Yeah. And they ran with them for so long. It's just like at, like at Christmas time when like Coca-Cola always does Christmas commercials. 
Yeah, always. with the polar bears. Yeah. So you always expect it. So the, this was the same thing. This you always expected the the Scrooge commercials every year for yeah. Christmas. And when you saw that, you knew you were getting closer oh as God, a kid yeah. to the day, yeah. right? Yep. Um, so those ones are classics for me. Yep. Uh, yep. This one too. I don't know why this song still every now and then gets stuck in my head. I'm just going to play it and you can see what you think. Oh boy. Like seriously, right? Oh boy. And then I've got a few other classic Uh, Canadian commercials. uh, Speaking of, speaking of, we have to talk about the house hippo. Oh, that is a very tiny house hippo that I sent you. Um, Which, by the way, the last of the previous order from AliExpress finally arrived for you today, which is fantastic. I'm still waiting on my last one for you. That's okay. But (laughs) I'm just, it is very tiny, that house hippo that I sent you. Yes. That is awesome. I'm so glad though that you got it. I everybody needs to have their own house hippo if they live in Canada. I I I was so confused when I opened it. Like I figured <laughs> it was from you. Yeah. But I thought like did like someone just send me something like did Ali like a store that I bought from on AliExpress and they just send me something because I bought stuff from I had no idea. That's no that's the reason behind it. I wow. I solemnly believe every canadian household needs to have a house hippo yes of course speaking of it's nighttime in a kitchen just like yours all is quiet or is it (laughs) the north american house hippo is found throughout canada and the eastern united states house hippos (laughs) are very timid creatures and are rarely seen but they will defend their territory if provoked they come out at Such night to search for food, water, and materials for their nests. The favorite foods of the house hippo are chips, raisins, and the crumbs from peanut butter on toast. They build their nests in bedroom closets using lost mittens, dryer lint, and bits of string. The nests have to be very soft and warm. House hippos sleep about 16 hours a day. That looked really <laughs> real, but you knew it couldn't be true, didn't you? That's I mean, it's such a well-done ad. Oh, my God, yeah. And again, that thing played for years. Yeah. Oh, jeez. This is another one we got to talk yeah. about. This is an early 90s YTV staple. Oh, my God, yeah. Why do you think your mommy or daddy are always telling you, don't put that in your mouth? Let's find out. Hi, hey, kid. Why are we on television anyway? We're here to tell a little story about why you shouldn't put things into your mouth when you don't know what they are, and why you should never take anything a stranger tries to give you. Why not? Because if you ate somebody else's medicine, some bad food, or some poison, you could get very sick. Ugh, I don't want to be sick. And that's why before you I eat can't medicine, believe this thing comes you should in always ask someone minutes. you love if it's, it's okay. Crazy. Okay, I love you. Can I eat the guitar? No, oh. but but you can help me sing a song about eating things that don't belong inside you. Okay, I wasn't really hungry anyway. Well, wait, maybe a little bit. Okay, everybody, 
If you see something that you want to eat before you do anything, remember this song. Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you stuff it in your face. Don't stuff it in your face. Though it might look good to eat. Though it might look good to eat. And it might look good to taste. And it might look good to taste. These puppets are so freaky with those lights on them. Real quick. Don't you put it in your mouth, uh-uh. Tell you ask someone you love, that's right, Smith. If it's okay to eat, if it's okay to eat, like a muffin or Is there like, like a muffin or a lot of like, if you don't know like just what it is, just randomly stuff in the early 90s? What would you roll a two-minute PSA? Yeah, I don't know. putting things in your mouth. I don't know, but here's what I do know. That song needs to be a ringtone. That's just my opinion. Okay. Then there's this one, which might be one of the best-known Canadian commercials of all time. So yeah. well-known that it's even been spoofed by William Shatner. And he did a pretty decent job on it. He did a really good job on it. Yeah. Oh, no. Paid YouTube ad, dang it. <laughs> oh, I hate paid YouTube ads. Garbage. Oh, it's a minute long. Is, is it a minute long? No, it's not a minute long. Okay. It's just all the stuff before. There we go. There we go. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm not a lumberjack or a fur trader, and I don't live in an igloo or eat blubber or own a dog sled. And I don't know Jimmy, Sally, or Susie from Canada, although I'm certain they're really, really nice. I have a prime minister, not a president. I speak English and French, not American, and I pronounce it about, not a boot. I can proudly sew my country's flag on my backpack. I believe in peacekeeping, not policing, diversity, not assimilation, and that the beaver is a truly proud and noble animal. <laughs> I mean, come on. Classic, classic, classic ad. Yeah, that's just a fantastic one. I mean, there's some other ones that are on here too, but I think those are the big hitters. Yeah. Yeah, those ones definitely are heavy hitters for sure. And there are more that we're probably missing. And if any of the listeners, all two of you out there, have (laughs) any ads that you want to share with us that you think are Canadian classics, by all means, please. Let oh us know. God, yeah. Share YouTube link with us. We'd love to know. Yeah. So. Maybe we can uh maybe we can start building a little section on the website too to start cat- to catalog some of this stuff. Oh, some Canadian commercials? That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, I think that's a great not? idea. Because there are some there are some ones I know we're forgetting out there. Oh my but. gosh. And I'm sure in different parts of the country too, you're all gonna have your local your local stuff that's like classic to you but not well known across the rest of the country oh sometimes the local commercials are absolute gold oh god especially small town local commercials the (laughs) best (laughs) the best 
1980s commercials from Sudbury, Ontario were like the pin were what some of the pinnacle of my childhood. I can only imagine. So good. <laughs> so good. Um before we end the show. Yeesh. We should fill the people in because we kind of briefly referenced it. Um, but we have done our last AliExpress order for each other for the year. We have. <laughs> it the, has been completed. The stakes have been raised. Yeah. Um, meaning just in terms of the monetary side of things. Budget. The budget has been. <laughs> uh, what we've done is we've ordered each other some stuff for Christmas. Ideally, that means the stuff will be here by or on Christmas. Yeah. But there's no guarantee with AliExpress. Um, the, the budget, the <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you've ordered from AliExpress, you know exactly what we mean. Um, yeah. I ordered that house hippo for Mike. I think it was back in August. And um, it's literally a little plastic hippo. Like it, your pinky is bigger than that hippo. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's no, there's no godly reason why that thing should have taken two months to get here. It probably costs so much more to ship it than it did to make it or even what I paid for it or what you paid for it. Yeah. I guarantee it. Insane. <laughs> the carbon footprint of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah. Captain Planet would not be impressed. God. Uh, anyway, we increased the budget from $25 each to 40. We did. Um, I'm happy to report that I was within a dollar of that. I was within five. Not bad. No. Um, so you as much as you can get. Or as little as you can get, as long as you're happy with the purchases that you're getting oh, I'm, for the I'm, other I'm, person. I'm very, I'm very pleased with with what I got. Yeah. So am I. I'm. Uh, I, I mentioned to Mike that I got the one big ticket item. You got and a then big ticket item as well. Some some regular size products to go along with it. Yeah. Um. Hopefully they all get here in time. We are not going to be opening any of these until our last episode before christmas yep i don't know when that's even going to be yet no, i don't know <laughs> we'll we'll see when, when, when that happens <laughs> the other thing i wanted to mention was we had our october meeting for wax and poetic yes so uh thank you uh and hopefully everyone that had a chance to listen to the album from never ending white lights had uh had a, an opportunity to enjoy it that was a great album. It was a fantastic album. I can honestly say I've never listened to the entire album before. I was familiar with several of the tracks from there, but yep. not all of them. And I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, it was very, yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a deep listen. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> so thank you to Ricky for that one. Um, the album for November has been chosen at random. It is Counting Crows. August and everything after. So make sure that you give that a listen between now and the last Sunday in November. Yep. And we'll send out the meeting later. If you'd like to take part, give the album a listen if you can, or even if you don't want to and you just want to come in and hang out, talk, whatever, that's cool. More to welcome to. 
just drop us a line on any of our social media platforms. Uh, and yeah, by all means, we'll send out the meeting invite to you. That's cool. Oh, show. Otherwise, you can reach podcasts on any of the, those platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever the chance Soon may to be. be the metaverse. Oh, God, fuck. No. <laughs> um, we're still working on the Twitch thing. We're going to have to figure something out with that. And Mike is setting up the after hours only fans thing. I don't know what he's going to provide over there, but I'm sure it'll be interesting. The what? Well, you're working on an only fans version of this, right? For you. Oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. See? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you were checking to see if I was still listening there. Weren't you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but now we've said it. So it has to be a thing. Oh, Jesus. You, you don't want to know what $5.99 a month gets you on podcast only fans. Not, nothing impressive. <laughs> I never said it was. No. I just said they don't want to know. No. I don't <laughs> want to know either. Well, it's on you, not on me. Don't. God, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a hint for you it's Mike. In his AliExpress tube and nothing else. <laughs> Maybe the Nicolas Cage pillow. <laughs> <laughs> and we oh, just lost our oh, Yeah, we've gone too far, buddy. <laughs> it's funny though, you're laughing. Oh, I'm 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 totally joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too funny. Um anyway, that's it for this episode. Make sure you stay safe. Take care of everybody out there. Have a happy and safe Halloween. Mike, any parting words? Wear your toque. (laughs) Notice he didn't say wear, folks. Wear your toque. Have a good week, everyone. Later, bud.